0: Hello, hello there. My name is Moyne, my, my co host Corey. We are the real Guys and this is the real show with two E's. Today, we are going back on an old favourite, well, a new version of an old favourite, a season two of an old favourite. But as always, I'm quoting my co host Corey. How are you doing today, Corey? I'm doing very well, thank you. We're doing well today, Corey, aren't we? We are. We are very well. I noticed that we're in the studio at the minute, for those watching on our video version. On the video version on YouTube, you can watch it, listen to us on Amazon, Spotify, podcast, wherever Podcast, Apple Podcasts, Android, wherever you listen to them. We're there, the real show, the real show, real with two E's. And it's May, it's our Star Wars month. It's a very exciting time of the year for us. Correct. We like to cover all Star Wars, all of May, for May the 4th, Revenge of the 6th. Yep. Return of the 5th, all that yep. kind of stuff. Corey, you're not getting headphones on? I oh, know. Why isn't It's fine. Okay, I'll not, not pay attention to it. I forgot mine. Fair enough. Yeah. And it still works for some reason. Yeah. Okay, good. You don't need headphones. You don't? Then why am no. I wearing mine? Yeah, to look professional. To look professional. <laughs> good enough. Off. Good enough. It's fine. Star Wars Visions. Correct. We watched the first season of Star Wars Visions. By the way, we can put this up now. Spoilers for the second season of Star Wars Visions. Yes. Spoilers for all nine separate episodes. Yep, all nine episodes of Star Wars Visions. Uh, I watched this pretty much when they first came out on May the fourth. We were recording, I think, on May the fourth, weren't we? Yes. On that day, and when I got home, I was May like, "I'm gonna May the fifth. May the fifth, sorry, and I'm gonna binge them all. And I binged them all that night. Yep. And it was very satisfying. Yep. I enjoyed it very much. So now I'm gonna do my best to remember what they were about. That's fine. And because you know when I binged them all. When this morning. Excellent. So it's all fresh. It's all fresh in your mind. It's all fresh. And Daisy in mine. <laughs> it Great. Is. It's fine. It's fine. But no, this is the first time as well. Technically, well, shall we just say that the the Vision, Star Wars Vision, season one yes. got a ten. This real is what I'm st- mentioning. This is the first okay. time, technically, we've had a sequel from something that got ten. Willow got ten. Okay. The film. They technically get a sequel in TV series, two, but it's but two separate. These are the exactly the same format. Exactly. Exactly the same thing. Yes. Same anthology series. Yep. Different production companies from around the world: Japan, Britain, yep. Europe, America. From all the continents of the world, making coming together and making Star Wars animation in their yes. own way. We're talking 2D animation, 3D animation, stop motion, yep. hand-drawn. It's beautiful to look at. Very, yes. very pretty. Take us through. We'll go epi- maybe we should go episode by episode. Okay. let recount our brief thoughts. So, I'll okay. let you. So, episode one, Sith. Yeah, this is very, very stylistic. Yep. Black and white, almost, but with splashes. It's got off, splashes a splash of colour, a little bit of ink. It's about a of... Sith apprentice who, yes. uh, I think, I remember looking at the Wikipedia article for this, and it was set during some time the time of the Republic, but I think it may be post Rise of Skywalker, perhaps, because it's got some kind of future stuff in there. There's like kind of like a Sith trooper character. Yeah in there one of the androids i can remember uh, the protagonist fighting and that kind of it is very that bb8 almost yeah. droid that rolls around it's um reminiscent of oh what are they called what's some like little sith spider droids that have got like three legs like like a half circle like little legs oh the homing spider droid probably oh no sorry the dwarf spider droid is what you mean i think you that, mean the ds1 I mean? dwarf spider droid okay thanks for giving me the whole yeah, that's I mean. yeah, exactly. Yeah. The dwarf spider droid. Yeah, it is very dwarf spider yeah. droid, isn't it? I thought so. Or droidica. Yes, with the three legs and the sort of ball droidica almost. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I like that. The the Sith lord that appears in this is actually one of the early concepts for General Grievous. Oh, you didn't know that? It did look quite cool. Yeah, with the sort of mask and the and the tubes that come down the back. It's sort of. It did look quite cool. Again, Star Wars visions do anything where. Let's have a cool Sith guy who is completely useless and, you know... Spoiler. Exactly, they do a lot. Yeah, yeah. Happened last time. There was a... Um, oh, what we they called? There was a member of the... Uh... Member of the what? And, you know, Andor. No, Andor? What, what's that? Uh... Andor? Yeah. Or oh, the ISB? No, the... Oh. Sorry, not Andor, sorry, Kenobi. The oh, the Inquisitors. Yes, there was an Inquisitor last year. There was an Inquisitor, Inquisitor yeah. Actually, there was an Inquisitor this year as well. There is well. Not Who quite, as, really cool. Not well, quite as cool. Not quite kind of cool. He's got a like, cool moustache. Yeah. And a cool lightsaber. And green. he gets killed and he gets killed as well. He's <laughs> also great. So, yeah, they, they they create cool Sith characters and then kill them off. Kill them off completely. He's not even got a name. No. He's got a cool lightsaber. This guy kind of had this Sith Lord in Episode One kind of had a Kylo Ren lightsaber almost. Yes, without it was kind of jaggedy and like there's yep. constant energy in there. The Sith Prentice who's come away from the Sith, Order, from the Sith Lord of yep. Lord is now kind of like a Gray Jedi type thing. Yeah, she's just someone who... got a yellow lightsaber. She has got a yellow lightsaber. Which is very much for the Gray Jedi. Yes, or the neutral kind of Force user. Got like a Jedi katana. It's called a Shoto blade as a name. Nice. It's called a Shoto blade, and it's a shorter version of a lightsaber for like close quarters dueling, which is what she does in this. And she's made it herself. Made it herself exactly. And she combines the two blades to have a double blade at the end, and that's the picture that yes, the mural she's been trying to paint with this painting. I beautiful episode. Are we going to rate them individually or all together? We can try individually. It depends. I I haven't written anything for him. Okay. I have a rating overall. I've got one overall. Right. Should Uh, we go stick with the overall? Wait till the end? Okay, stick with the overall. Um, But I didn't mind this as a first episode. I thought it was fine. It wasn't... I don't necessarily think it was great, but I thought, you know what? It's fine. It set the tone for me. This is an artistic look at Star Wars. This is a thematic, um, very visually appealing medium. It looked fantastic. It sets the tone for visions, I think. Yeah. Kind of outside the box as well, which is what Visions likes to do. Yeah. That's the meaning. Right, episode two. Screecher's Reach. Screech, I remember this one very well. Okay, a bit better. This is yeah, this got better. This is Screecher's Reach. This is a story of children at a workhouse yes. who break away from the sort of industrialised workhouse and go out to Screecher's Reach, which is yeah. a like place a, on their planet. Yeah, it was like a little little ghost story of this like woman. A who's, ghost there's a ghost and she's yeah. haunting this cave or whatever, and is she real, is she not? And they need to go to find out. They they arrive there and there's a nice little group of characters there. Very almost there's a s we're gonna kind of cover Soul Celebration maybe a bit in the next episode, but um there's something coming out called Skeleton Crew, if you've heard of it. I've heard of it, It's yes. supposed to be kind of like stranger things in Star Wars, like a group of kids come across yes. something, you know, sci fi ish. And this is kinda of like that as well. They they like break away from the workhouse and they go to on a great grand adventure. And no speeder bike shots, man. I remember really those, when they're like skimming over the water and you see the tff, tff,
1: tff, yeah.
0: up the back and you can see the big sort of moving uh, moons or planets behind them as they're on like a completely clear night sky. It's amazing. Really fantastic visuals here. Again. Does it list what studios were? Yes. Uh, so the first one was animated by, uh, or I assume it's also a studio, I think it is, mm. Uh El Guri. It's G-U-I-R-I. That's definitely been pronounced wrong. Uh, this one was Cartoon Saloon. Okay. There you go. Cartoon Saloon. What did you Saloon. think of this episode? I thought it was better. I liked the concept a bit more of the, like, weird ghost story. Yeah. So, and like, E.T. Kind of like E.T. Yeah. Or, like, Stranger Things, you know. And you you have the, like... Kids on Bikes. You have Dahl, who obviously is there for a reason. Yeah. And doesn't want other people to be a part hmm. of it, and... Um, obviously, you find out the, the ghost is real. It's an actual person. It's not yeah. a ghost. It's an actual person. It's kind of like a night sister, I thought. It's kind of got more a, more. yeah, got a yeah. lightsaber. Can't really use it. No. Or is ever too old to use it because it's yeah, not great. I thought, yeah, <laughs> kind of like a night sister type thing. Um, it's a sort of very witchy, haggard yeah. woman in the in the cave who sort of screams and. Yep. I think it's like it's almost like a force scream. It's not what Palpatine used in Episode yeah. Three when he went oh and spouted into the spin. Yeah. Kind of like that ability. Um. Doll has a force, yep. the Force. kills for witch. she's been saying this thing to herself. Kind of like something give me, gives strength. me strength. Yeah, whatever. I, it's I, almost like the, I'm one with the Force. The Force yeah. is with me, kind of from Rogue One. Yes, except at the end it's revealed, but actually it's for Sith, pretty much. Yeah, it glows red. This woman appears. I she's don't been know. she's been using this kind of I I attribute it almost to like a Sith Wayfinder from yeah. Rise of Skywalker that draws you to draw something to you. They get out of the cave. Yep. He's managed to defeat this witch and take her lightsaber. Correct. And this ship, which looks, which looks, great Flipping amazing. This awesome-looking craft flies. It's kind of like a. You sort of, I, I, I knew as soon as I said we're both gonna love that ship yeah. design because it's kind of like like four wings almost. It looks like something out like of Destiny. Yeah. It looks great. It kind of flies down really elegantly. The ramp comes down like it's you know ET again or you know Encounters of the Third Kind, and this figure comes out who's. Um, credited as the kind of the Sith mother, yes. who's kind of like this sort of Sith lord or Darth something, yeah. who brings Dal to her side because she's completed her task. Of, yep. I thought that maybe if the rule of two is upstanding, maybe the ghost of Screecher's Reach was her master, possibly, which she wanted to kill. So we had the apprentice kill her master, and therefore she becomes the apprentice, and she becomes the master. You know, it's rule of two Sith rules. I mean, there must be some connection if they know where she is. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's what I was thinking as well. This is a much improved episode to the first. It's kind of plot-wise, I suppose. Yeah. Also, I didn't mention in the first episode that the the protagonist uses a General Grievous wheel bike. Did you notice that? True, that is true. That just popped into my head. I suddenly thought of General Grievous on the wheel bike. I thought, wait, she's got a wheel bike in the first episode. Yep. Because I thought about the speeder bikes in this episode, how good of a visual that is. Next episode, Corey. Mm. This is In the Stars. This is by Punk Robot. Okay. This is the uh, kind of story of these two... Almost like native, mm. I guess is the best way to describe them. Uh, people have a story of their mum. Here comes the Empire. We're going to claim the land. We're going to yep. build up this stuff. And only two of them are left. Uh, build up this big foundry. This water kind of. It's kind yeah. of like a water tank facility, I guess. Some kind of thing with water, yeah. Yeah, water power. You know. Yeah. Power generator, that kind of stuff. Sort of and empire. the Empire, yeah. And a typical Empire fashion, just tie bomber the. Yep. Tie bomber the snot out of the place. Yep. Worked in the Mandalorian. Works here. It's that flashback is really harrowing when yes. you think about it. Because the young sibling who's been trying to face down these TIE fighters, that tough, I think these are models, aren't they? Or something like I don't know how the animation was done. But those TIE fighters and those ATSTs looked like they were real. Like, they were models yeah. in some way. This looked like... Um, I love that Searchlight TIE fighter design. This looked like... I was watching it, and like, this looks like kind of stop motion Yeah, almost. Because the characters were moving a bit more... Jaggedly than everything else. Yeah, yeah, this and the Ardwin one, I think. Yes. But that TIE Fighter design where it's like they've got the TIE Fighter wings and the ball and then it's got like a searchlight like at the top of the bottom. Yeah. And you kind of see the kind of extended kind of antennae, let's call it. That looked really cool. I really love the design of that TIE Fighter. But the younger sibling tells the story of their mother yep. who was a Force adept or had some, some connection to the Force. Everyone's got a connection to the Force in this yeah. in some way. Apart from maybe. The Aardman episode, strangely, true. Whether well, it's good pilots, but the force guides the mother to uh, try and tr- teach her t- uh, children, but she can't do that before the Empire arrive and completely waylaced to the land, uh, completely destroy it, and uh, they they just tie bomber it all down and yeah. they she faces up to an ATSD and the ATSD kills their mother unfortunately, yes. but it's up to them now. The older sibling is trying to make make do and get enough water for them by stealing water off the Empire. But they uh, they both end up going to the facility at the same yep. time. Uh, they get into a couple of fights and they end up uh, freeing their land by destroying the Imperial base. Correct. What did you think of this episode? Again, I thought it was fine. I didn't like it as much as the second one. Mm. Um, but I think I prefer it to the first one. I, I thought it was fine, but I was almost kind of like, okay, we've got one, got the first episode... Everything goes fine, kind of, pretty much. Second episode, bit of a twist. Bit of a twist, yeah. yeah. It's like also, I like how the second one, and we're going to uh, with a couple of us, open-ended. Yeah, open-ended. You know what happens? Exactly. Know what happened to her, where she goes? No idea. Open-ended. This one, again, it was like, okay, it's gone, gone well. They've whatever succeeded. Defeated the Empire, destroyed their base, I, using the Force. No, I could be remembering this wrong. I remember last time in Visions, I liked the fact that there's a lot of different open like A lot of it, a bit more open ended and a bit more kind of where yeah. does it go. Exactly. I remember that. I remember because like, I re watched our Vision episodes and you you said the one with the Gemini star destroyer, where yes. it's the Twins episode, yep. it was open ended. Yep. And you really liked that. Because it, it just allows people to think, okay, well, I think that happened. And mm. you go, nah, no, but I think that happened. And it's whatever. You'll never know. Unless Star Wars goes, you know what? It's a no, more like extended universe. You'll never know. I don't want to say you'll never know because yeah. legend. Because I was going to say legends. Because visions is legends. Yeah. Visions is non-canon. There are elements to canon in it, yeah. like you know, with some wedge. of the yeah, exactly wedge. <laughs> in a minute. And the snow troopers <laughs> yeah. and the ATSD and all that type of stuff. And actually, yeah, they really kept down on canon characters in this as well. Yeah. We really only have kind of wedge. Well, yeah, because last year the vehicles last, last year time it it had like Boba Fett. Boba Fett and Jabba the Heart Yeah and. Granted, that was the same episode. Granted, yeah, exactly. Um, and there were a lot of canon characters kind of put, put within it. Qui-Gon, yeah, kind of put within it. So it was... You kind of go, oh, yeah, I recognise this thing yeah. and this thing, and it's still true here. Like, oh, I recognise a TIE fighter, an at yeah. a Snow Trooper, that kind of stuff. I recognise some of the ships in the race and some of the speeder bikes, that type of thing. Yes. Um, but I didn't mind the third episode. I thought it was fine. I just wanted it uh, something a bit different, and we got yeah. back with the fourth one. Yeah, I think the first episode was very much... Kind of that the the, the empire really been portrayed recently It's kind of very uh, realistic threat. Yes, they come in, they, they leave waste in their path, they they subjugate uh, population, and this was true here. The design of the they make the ATSD intimidating, like yep. in the Mandalorian, like it's this big hulking beast. I like that, as well as you know some of the action. I like that sort of stick weapon the older sister has, where it's kind of a fold out type thing. Yeah, that looks really cool. The action is done well. I love stop motion action or like very sort of well done animatic 3D action. It's done quite well in the Clone Wars and done quite well here as well. Episode four. This is uh, Aardman's I Am Your Mother. Mother. Yes, based off of the I Am Your Father. Correct. Quote. Aardman must have gone hell for leather on this because we're both big fans of Aardman Studios here. The fact it takes them, you know, a whole day to do a second of animation. Pretty much. Which is also great. It's nuts when you work it out how it much is it takes. Exactly, for. exactly. And this is chock to the block yep. with references. Not only does it happen on Chandrilla, which is the homeworld of Mon Mothma, it happens on Hannah City, which is yep. in, uh, and that's actually you know the Royal Flight Academy on Chandrilla, which is where all the New Republic pilots are trained. It's Wedge Antilles in this episode, voiced by Dennis Lawson, yep. who's the guy that played him in the original trilogy. He looks like such a Shaun the Sheep character. Yeah. He's like everyone's Shaun the Sheep. Yeah. Everyone's, you know, Wallace and Wallace and Gromit where Gentle is. Yeah. Which is great. The, the Ardman doesn't lose their style. Now imagine if you were f- you were a fan of these animation studios from wherever they're from, you'd recognize that style. And go, oh yeah, this is what this style looks This, this style looks like yep. we're British, we watch Aardman, yep. we watch Shaun the Sheep every Christmas. This, every Christmas. Yeah. This is our animation studio. Yes. And when you look at this story, you're like, oh, yeah, this is Ardman to the T, you know, this is... I remember thinking, oh, this is exactly what Ardman would do. Yeah, exactly. They have a story of two Twi'leks. The Twi'lek daughter's being trained to be an X-Wing pilot for the New Republic, yeah. and her mother is very embarrassing. Correct. She's got this kind of R2 unit dog, which looks fantastic. That's <laughs> great. That's such an Ardman idea. Yeah. You know, it's kind of like a... Uh, um... It's got like a big kind of... It's like a slinky. It's like, yeah. like a slinky dog kind yeah. of R2. It's got like a big tunnel on it and goes donk 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 like that and the annual pa- uh, parent daughter race parent child race is happening at the academy correct uh, there's a wookie family there as is. well there's like that posh sort of bully family as well they've got like a nab a blacked out naboo cruiser which is cool uh they've got a bunch of different ships there the ship that the twi'lek users is cu- is uh Kind of like at their house, kind of yeah, it's kind of like a house big junker type um, haulage ship which they're using. And the race itself is very well designed, it is well designed, it's very good. It uses a lot of creative movement throughout the city of Chandrilla. Yeah, uh, there's a lot of references in this to kind of other alien species and the New Republic, stuff like that. Very fun. Albin still keeps it light, Albin still keeps yeah. it nice and entertaining for everyone. Um, I like how the uh. Sort of bullies of the race. use a mini Death Star composite laser. That's yeah. cool. It is literally, like, a, it is literally a mini Death Star with yep. the like. Someone should investigate that family because maybe they're Imperial <laughs> sympathisers. I don't know. We look at that race and go, where well, they literally are using a yeah. Death Star on the side of their ship. There, yeah. so that's mm. not that clearly. I don't think that's New Republic regulation, no. personally. No, I can't be doing that. Exactly, exactly, I can't, do that. can't be doing that. What did you like about this episode? I, it was the thing I liked about it was one, it was fun, but two. It's completely different from any of the three episodes we've had before, mm. because the the other three, as much as they're different, there's some times yeah. where I'm like, I feel like I've, I've, it's too similar to each other. Yeah, yeah. Whereas yeah. this was just completely different. Here's a fun racing thing for 20 minutes. Mm-hmm. Completely. You different love racing. You love Star Wars racing. So I, I thought do. you'd really like this episode. It's just fun. You but love like, a it's... race in Star Wars, a pod race, yeah. a riot race, any kind of race. Um, but no, this one was just completely different from the others, and I really enjoyed it. And also, it's, yeah, like you said, one, it's oddman, and two, they just seem to, just to get it. Yeah, to get they Star got Wars. got it. Star Wars is racing. Star Wars is high octane, yeah. weaving through buildings, woo, 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 Like, when, when it comes to the humor in the episode, they've they got it. Yeah, exactly. It was, yeah. This may be my favorite episode out of them all. I don't know. There's I a couple of co- co- I like. Uh, What's up next? What episode's up next? So up next we have Studio Mir, M I R, with Journey to the Dark Head. This, I quite like this as well. This was kind of like a very cowboy bebop kind of feeling, very almost anime style Mm. animation. I really really like this. Journey to the Dark Head takes us with kind of a group of Force adepts, yeah, who live under these two statues. Yes, and like and there's a dark rain or whatever. Yeah falls on the rocks and it's really like really good looking and it's hard to animate water they feel very hard will tell to you. water Dave Filoni will tell you and the team of the clone was it's hard to animate water yep but to do it so well when the shot the water there's a great deal of effort and time spent on the on the way the water reflects and what it means because they think is they have a stone right yep and it's the reflection in the stone and this the, the protagonist the female protagonist sees a Reflection in the stone, yep. and doesn't know what it means. It's these yeah. two kind of figures. So there's two, there's two figures, and there's a third one, but she you doesn't know what it is. Mm. And then she gets uh, told off by a guy for like not being in tune, or yeah, or with something the force, yeah, lines, yeah, yeah. And then we cut to years later, and she's with the Jedi Council, some Jedi Council, yes, which is good to to mean that the Jedi Council doesn't exclusively exist on Coruscant. Yeah, that's just the 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 the, the high Jedi Council, the Grand Jedi Council. Well, you know, the greatest 12 Jedis in the galaxy, da-da-da. But there are other Jedi Councils that exist yep. throughout the world. The Jedi yep. Order is expansive through billions and millions of planets, right? They're going to have more than one Jedi Order during the time yeah. of the Republic. More than one Jedi Council, I mean. So they go to that Jedi Council, who are the classic, you know, decaying, archaic Republic <laughs> yeah. who bicker and don't believe each other. Yeah. When she says there's like a dark side well or something near the dark head yeah. and they've got to destroy it. Yes. So they team her up with another Jedi who's having trouble with his Force balance as well. Yes, he's uh, got, he's scared. Yes. Because of an old um, old friend or something turns Sith, mm. essentially. Mm. And then he's like, oh, at some point he knows he's going to gonna meet him again, but he doesn't know when. Yeah. He doesn't know because he doesn't want to. They they team them up together. And I really like their chemistry. They've got a real... Yep. That feel style is where they're kind of bickering at each other. Yeah. And they're kind of throwing jabs back and forth. And there's a bit of... Not hostility, but like this banter. it's banter. Yeah. A bit of banter between characters, which is classic uh, Star Wars, you know, A New Hope type of thing, where Han and Luke are kind of bickering over the Falcon or talking about yeah. how to fly the Falcon. That's cool. I like this as well. They take a very good-looking ship. Another good-looking ship. Very good. Visions of their ship design. It feels Star Wars... Yeah, but, but it's a new type of Yeah, but that's the great thing with legends. Mm. You can just do what you want. Exactly. It's not a canon, make what you it's want. It's not a canon, exactly. All oh, good. <laughs> just do whatever. Great ship designs. <laughs> Part of the wish they could be canon, you know, yeah. from from visions could be brought into canon in some way. The they fly out to the this planet where the dark head is. Yep. And in in it here they count encounter this. Again, very cool-looking Sith design. This guy's yeah. like Scorpion. He's yeah. got the... the Whatever, it's got a name. Yeah. You know, the long chain with the... A long chain thing. Dagger on the end. Big, long, black Scorpion. hair. Scorpion, yeah. Really cool-looking. got weird... like I don't know, even like grey... Almost kind of face... Like, toes or marks yeah, or something yeah, yeah. on his like, face. I like that design very much. And this Jedi... This Jedi's having trouble fighting him. Yep. And they're in a great duel... And the first episode, Sith, really had a cool looking lightsaber tool. Yep. With the ways the colours streak across the white and you can kind of see the sh- as with each lightsaber swing, this as well does it with the clashing where yep. you feel the clash of the sabres and it's like poof, like every time it's like a it's like a punch in the punch in the gut, you know? Yeah. This one is very much your more kind of Yeah, it's dark, this one it's yeah. quite dark, it's gritty. This is your more kind of okay we're dealing with a bit more emotion, a bit mm. more uh, character-based, a bit more, uh, and also stylistically, this is your traditional kind of you know Japanese. I think it's Korean. I think it's Korean. Yeah, yeah. Um, Asian kind of. Yeah. I believe studio is yeah, yeah South Korean. This is your anime kind of episode. Yeah, exactly. A bit more you know, that kind of thing, and it was it was really good. I really I'm enjoyed it. I'm a big fan it. of it. I saw you know cover Bop and so sort of that sort of yeah. you know ship ship faring kind of action type thing, yep. but not. A bit far away from the kind of swashbuckler genre, a bit yeah. more like, you know, these are emotional characters and these are, you know, there's going to be some tense moments here. Yep. And in all fairness, I think this one was the longest episode on Earth by about, tw- about 20 minutes. Yeah, 20 minutes. Was. Yeah. And it earns that. Yeah. It does earn that. This, yeah. may, this may be another candidate for my favourite. It's I, this one or it's the album you one. You like the other I one. Think. Yeah, I know. Um, but this gets high reviews from me. I really like Chirin to Darkhead. It is really the feels almost very Clone wars This one, I think the next one, feels very Clone Wars-like to me. Or very almost... I think Rebels had a bit of a lighter tone. Maybe late-season Rebels, you know, Clone Wars as well, perhaps. Yeah. What's in the next episode? So that's what next one is, and I'm definitely going to get this pronunciation wrong, uh, okay. Studio Lacochette. Okay. It's The Spy Dancer. Okay, The Spy Dancer. This one that I've not remembered as much, but I've, now that you say the title, I can remember. Fine, I, I remember it's fine. This is like your kind of espionage <laughs> one, yeah. where it's a club for Imperials. It also brings back um, an Imperial vehicle that kind of walk has two wheels on the front, but it's like a cab at the top, and there's a gun at the front, and it rolls. Kind of, it's not so much a walker, but it's kind of like a little Imperial tank. brings that into brings that into yeah brings that back, which is really cool. I do also quite like how this one looks. This one's yeah, very, the very stylistically yeah, different. Yeah. The Stormtroopers um, get to a club, a kind of exclusive imperial club. Yeah. And the entertainment there is like, is rope, you know, it's rope dancing. Yeah. It's got a name. It's where it's, you kind of do the pirouettes in the air when you're suspended by like a rope. Rope. Or silk dancing, whatever it's called. Uh, and the, The pun name is, while Corey finds that out, the pun name the Spy Dancer is... Cordelis. Cordelis. There we go. Aerial Circus Skill. Thank you. There we are. The main character in this episode is the spy who is the dancer. Correct. Who would have got that? Who'd have thunk it? (laughs) The spy dancer working for the Rebel Alliance, trying to get her friends out off planet. Yes. She's got this ship or her, her friend is trying to make this kind of... It's like friend, I don't know who it is. Yeah, he's it's a like some mechanic applied. guy. Yeah. He's trying to weld tie wings onto some kind of other ship. It's kind of like one of those ugly ships you seem yeah. to like. One of those is kind of a very kit-bashed yeah. type uh, escape ship. But meanwhile, a very uh, high-ranking Imperial arrives to the, to the group. And to the go and watch the show. Because these stormtroopers are like, Oh, you got to come in and watch the show, guys. you got to sit down and watch these dancers. Yeah. The, you know, those type of stormtroopers. Yeah, because that's what it sounds like yeah they sound like that <laughs> exactly it's just like that uh, her assistant the main character's assistant is gonna cautious she's kind of trying to she's trying to play hostess she's yeah. trying to uh, smile and be happy for these stormtroopers but she doesn't like she hates them she thinks oh the empire is rotten and she goes into the back and she's like i can't put this i can't keep this up anymore she says i can't keep this up anymore and says oh just for tonight so we can escape performance begins yep. really really good part of the swinging and you can see the air movement and you, you feel the swishing through the air really great animatic the animation on everything on every single one we're not going to knock them for that Maybe no it's, it's really, really good yeah exactly uh, take us through the rest of this episode we've got this ISB guy yeah or? well you've got you, so you, you doing a the thing they're putting like trackers on all of them so they can track where they're going and yeah. if they're chasing them or whatever uh, and then as she's flying around she sees the officer sad mm. and she like almost falls over Until she's caught by the other one, caught by the other little assistant who wants to be part of the show. But finish it off; they fall on the floor. Everyone thinks it's part of the act. Everyone's clapping, shouting the name, Uh, and it's later revealed that the officer is like her son. Yeah, who? But uh, we have a flashback. Yes, her her son was taken from her by the Imperials and by this old kind of officer. Yeah, uh, McCain with a cane, and a KX security droid. like the K- That's K2S, so though. Not, it's not exactly not K2S, so, but it's the same droid <laughs> yeah. model. It's got red eyes. He looks dead intimidating. I like that. I love the KX droid design. If you've played Jedi Fallen Order yep. or Jedi Survivor, you'll know how tough these droids are. Yep. Uh, I like the design of that droid. So happy we get to see KX. See, the little bits from canon. You see yeah. little bits here and there, right? Uh, but it turns out this officer is not... A a human, because you can see these... They're kind of like a Zabrak. They've got kind of horns on them. They've got little horns. That's a defining feature. But he's left with, like, little... Little... Little marks. Little nubs. Yeah. Because they've cut his horns off. off. He is the adopted son of the officer and her real son. Yes. Exactly. Um, And they do the thing. Everyone is told to leave. Yep. She's trying to fight him. Here comes the man. He tries to fight him. Yeah, the man. (laughs) He back up. Yeah, he comes back up. Uh, and eventually they have a confrontation. She admits the fact that he's his yeah. son. She gives him a... We get, a, I have a bad feeling about this. That kind of toad yeah. type alien who is the, the master of ceremonies. Says, I've got a bad feeling about this. Um, I love that little frog man. Yeah, the little frog man. <laughs> it's like Gurgle or whatever his name is from... Mr. I also nice Survivor. love the fact that as the fight breaks out, he just keeps playing music. Toggle. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's just like, Well, I, I love that guy. Right. Yeah. Um, but no she gives him a little little like green thing it's got a tracking mm. device on it and they can again open ended does she ends up fighting him the again entire does she track him down house is destroyed at the end by 8080s yeah, yeah. which is a i like that visual of all the blaster fire just because its glass yeah. Whenever you see that sort of bullet through glass it goes and it's breaking it's shattering and you see the glass you see the blaster fire streak through the glass and it breaks and the, but the blast keeps going that's great yeah where all the 8080s are firing into the into the uh, opera house, and you see all the glass kind of tsh, just kind of shatter all at the same time. Yeah, and but rain no, down. It was a this was a really good episode as well. Yeah, really stylistic, really great themes. I was a big fan of a big fan of this episode as well. It's, uh, visions are, com- are coming in. They're swinging with hit after hit, Corey. The Spy Dancer yes. was a very unique sort of es- almost kind of espionage episode. A bit yeah. of intrigue, bit of character character depth. What's up next? So up next is 88 Pictures, and this is the one we went about before. This is The Bandits of Golak. Yeah, this is like a Clone Wars episode. Yes. This is very much a Clone Wars Rebels episode. It's got the same animation style. I imagine this is... uh, What country is this animation studio? I want to say it's somewhere like India. India, yeah. Because it had that kind of... It might be, yeah, that kind of Indian... That kind of feeling. feeling. Like all the outfits on the train. Yeah, the outfits. Yeah. That's really good. There's... the reason I say Clone Wars is there's a lot of Clone Wars aliens in this. In there's um, yeah. yeah, there's like hammerhead aliens in this. There's sure. a, there's a, aliens who are called like um, their names are pun on beluga whale. They're kind of like a whale alien. Yeah, they've got like a kind of uh, not whale face, but like a sort of squid face. But they're not uh, they're not uh, a Quarren. I quite like the look of them. Uh, and you see a couple of them on the train. You see a couple of Rodians on the train. Yeah. Uh, a couple of the aliens from uh, Passana are there as well, from Rise of Skywalker. Really great depth with with throwing all these character uh, models in there to make a it feel. A Belugan. Like... A Belugan, Thank you. you. Thank you there, Corey. I knew I know the name was yeah. And they do look like that, don't they? They look like yeah. a squid face, kind of squid whale face. Yeah. Thank you. Shout out to you, Belugans. Any Belugans watching? <laughs> all listening. Yes. The Jags and the belugans who listen. They do listen a lot. They've got the whales are very good hearers, you know. They've got they good do. ears. Of course they do. They like can echo location. <laughs> do whales use that? No. No whales don't are, f- yeah, I mean yeah, you know, can I hear a this. whale call from like yeah, two hundred miles, go, can't you? But I don't know if that's them just making noises at trying to figure out where they're going. <laughs> well maybe, yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> whales. They're, they're on the train and there's a brother and sister yes the sister like surprise surprise has the force yeah got force powers. everyone's got the force powers and she wants to play the flute she does she kind of forces he gets up to go to get some food or whatever yep. and they're on this big kind of train it's not like a tra- it's not a train on tracks though it's a star wars train yeah how do you make a star Wars train it hovers it Hover train yeah. oh that's like star wars everything that is yeah how do you make it star wars hovers whoa yeah. exactly um, there's no wheels and so. There isn't any wheels and so. There are there is wheels. There is. But the Turbo Tank has wheels. Tr- true. But there's, there's also uh, I believe in Phantom Menace one of the speeders you can see the wheels on it. Oh. Obviously that's not because it's Star Wars because they had to do it in the practical. No wheels. Yeah, exactly. Had to practically make Oh, a yeah, move. the Naboo the, the yeah. green Naboo speeder, I remember the cannon on the back. <laughs> yeah, yeah the wheels. It's got wheels there's... on it. Okay. The... Uh, she uses the force on the flute. Every yep. All the aliens are spooked. Here yes. comes the Empire. Da da yep. da. Get a lot of the money for storm that. Stormtroopers. Yeah, exactly. There's a bunch of grasses. A bunch of dirty grasses on the train. Snitches. You know <laughs> what snitches get, Corey? Stitches. Stitches. And they end up in ditches. Yes. That's what happens to snitches. And they get no. <clears throat> <laughs> no. They don't get any. But they they get they get in ditches. Yeah. The, the bandits arrive. Correct. They're, they're riding kind of... I don't know if they're riding far there or some yeah. kind of like alien horse. Yeah design on those they're like alien zebras I remember yeah. kind of like alien zebras they're cool looking they arrive to ransack the train just as it's arriving and it's destination yep. uh, cool action scene there they're on top of the train and on the sides of the train yes that is a very fun sequence but their target is they're going to this kind of safety village right yeah it's they end up going to they get off the train they get back in the train Bandits can't follow them. Mm. They got off at this village. And like, right, okay, we're going we're to go get some food. And this woman's like, okay, you can eat. And it's fine. This old woman is kind of like the matriarch of the village. Yeah. She's like, welcome to the village. You can have whatever you want. Yes. You can get some food and whatever. There's another hammerhead alien that's there. An Ithorian. He looks cool. And one alien is like, oh, I can give you safe passage off the planet whatnot. And then an Inquisitor arrives. Yeah. This guy... Owns the owns the stage. He's got a big, he's got a big comedy villain mustache. He's green. Yeah. He's got like earrings and chains and stuff. He looks really cool. He's got like a sort of weird hat because like, all the Inquisitors have weird hats. Yes, and he's with Purge Troopers, Corey. Correct. Phase One Purge Troopers from Jedi Fallen Order. Yeah, I love a Purge Trooper, Corey. They've got the I don't know if they've the rifles or the axes, some kind of you know Purge Trooper weapon. Yeah. Like, oh yes, love these guys. Even though they do basically nothing in this. Yeah, they don't do much. No. And it's the Inquisitor who f- has a fight with the old woman. Correct. And she is a Jedi. Yes, she also has the Force. He has the Force. And yes. she has a cane lightsaber. Yes. Everyone's got a cane lightsaber. It's the natural progression of when they get older. It's, I need a cane. That's It's, it's like lightsaber, Ter- isn't it? It's Yeah, he's got details as well. Yeah. Terrasanube from the Clone Wars. Yeah. He's an old man with a cane, but he's in a fight. Boom. Blue yeah. lightsaber. This old woman has got a cane in a fight. Boom. Blue lightsaber. <laughs> And she throws down with the Inquisitor another really great, impactful lightsaber duel. Yep. Uh, take us through this episode, quick. What are your thoughts? Again, I, I like this one because this one you can tell, similar to um, the Darkhead episode. You can mm. tell that this. I like the fact that you know, India or in the Darkhead, South Korea, they've taken their. Almost their kind of culture and okay, right, we'll, we'll mix it Yeah, in we'll make Wars. some Star Wars out of it, yeah. Um, And it's quite good. And you, obviously, you can tell that the uh, actors, I believe, are. Probably Indian, they have that kind of yeah, accent. they yeah. speak that kind of way and they have that kind of tone. And it's quite nice to see. I just quite, again, it was a bit more fun. It's, it's a bit... representation of Star Wars in culture, which yes. I really like. Because um, also, and the thing that's great about Visions is Visions is good in expanding the universe, even mm. if it's not canon, because there's so many different short stories and certain different planets and yeah. in different places. so much you can tell. Star Wars is expansive to the T. It you makes can tell sense so for places to, you know, not just be British. Yeah. Or whatever. <laughs> um, or, you know, Hoth. <laughs> yeah, Tatooine. exactly. Um, and it's it's quite good. But again, it's a fun episode. It's a bit different because yes, for Sith, yes, for Jedi, mm. but it's not the same as the others. The daughter doesn't, you know, uncover this, like, confidence in herself mm. or whatever. She mm. just goes away. And again, it's kind of open-ended. What happens to... Yeah, know? exactly, exactly. What happens to... Chiro- we don't know. She has to... Because she has to go with the old woman who's yep. kind of t- trying to take, you know, Force-sensitive people Yeah, and... She says, you'll be safe, you'll become a Jedi, da da She goes down to and we don't know what happens because she can't take her brother with her. Nope. And that is the open ending. Yep. Next episode, Corey. Next one. Now, these last two, mm. I, uh, I'm going not going to lie, a little bit hazy. Okay. Uh, but this is this is by D'Art. Uh, this is also going to be, but I'm going to pronounce wrong. D'Art, Shatio, mm. and Lucasfilm. Okay. Uh, and this is The Pit. The Pit. It's the Pit. Right, what did you think of The Pit? I didn't mind The Pit. Like I can't just keep calling it The Pit. The Pit. The Pit. I like The Pit. Do you like The Pit? I like The Pit. You like, like The Pit? I like The Pit. I was born in it. I was born it. <laughs> I was born in The Pit. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't have to see the last thousand million man. <laughs> <laughs> he, was, and then he climbs out in a similar way. <laughs> he climbs out in a similar <laughs> way. <laughs> Molded, man. Exactly. <laughs> all right, that's that's all I'm gonna go with that. Who would be Star Wars as Bane, Vader? Who would probably. be Star Wars as Bane. yeah. Probably Vader. Probably be Vader. <laughs> <laughs> the pit is a story of workers being brought down by yep. the Imperials. Uh, they, um, they worked f- to f- to mine the um. Some, I don't know whether really, it's carbon. It's not carbon crystals. It's wait, no, it is Kyber crystals. It is not it crystals, yep. It's for the monument in the city because yep. the Imperials are building this great, almost Las Vegas type. Um, city in the middle of the desert, and they're mining kyber crystals for this sort of monument in the city. Yep. So all this work, this massive hole they're digging, these these prisoners, just for this one monument, which is so empire. Yeah, it's so empire, isn't yeah. it? We're gonna steal all your water. What's it for? Put in these putting in these big vats. <laughs> we're gonna make. We're gonna work you to death in this massive two hundred foot, two hundred mile deep pit. Yeah. What's it for? Shiny monument. Yeah, you it's... know, we're, except, it's That is so Empire, just the most excess of human life for nothing at all or for finery. And that's the most Empire thing ever. What are we going to do when you don't? Leave you, leave, in you the pit. In the, leave you in the pit. <laughs> leave you in the pit. They <laughs> just take off all of them. Yeah. I do like the look of those landing crafts, though. God would admit. Yes. And they use um, the ITTs or the Imperial Troop Transports as well, which is cool. But it's the story of a freedom fighter getting up there, getting to uh, getting out of the pit when all these people are trapped in there and the responsibility of how to lead a group. and yeah. it's I really enjoy this episode. It's very, it's very... Again, it is very Star Wars Rebels. It's very sort of... Uh, fighting against the empire and it's kind of Andor as well. I could see it happening in Andor. I could yeah. see this is an Andor episode. That's true. Yeah. It's like the prison episode, isn't it? It's like it's like one way out. Yep. Because they're trapped in that, and there is only one way out. Correct. Up. Yep. So, I, this the pit is a really fun episode. I did quite like the pit. It was alright. I don't want to say fun. It's not. You know, human suffering isn't fun. Yeah. It's it's a meaningful episode and it's you know it's worth its emotional emotional weight. Yes. Okay. Take us on, in. So. Final episode. Find the finale. Trigger Fish. Yes. Uh, now, I can't remember how this person's pronounced. Okay. It's A A U. All right. I'm assuming it's like Oars. Oh, yeah. Oars Song. Oars Song. Again, can't remember this episode. Not to the or- fault the episode, this is my memory. Oh, yeah, bad. okay, okay. Well, well, do you remember any thoughts on it? Um, for a finale, granted, obviously, this isn't a literal season. Yeah, but yeah. But you would yeah. assume you put, you know, your best, some good at the start. Decent in the middle and you finish on like a bit. Finish strong. Um again I didn't mind it. I thought it was fine. Mm. I thought it was fine. I, I feel like for this one it was it was alright. Um I thought it was I thought it was decent. I don't mm. know, it's I think at this point I was just kinda of like, okay. I was hoping for something a bit different. Okay. Maybe end with um something like the album one that's a bit yeah, a bit yeah. less kind of do you think the order do you think the order is is um... potentially yeah mm-hmm. you know I, I just felt like okay right? It's it's a bit similar again it's a bit whatever and I didn't mind it it's not bad yeah yeah it's just kind of like okay maybe something else but as, as an episode I thought it was fine I thought it was fine I thought it was good it wasn't bad it was decent it was solid but it could have been maybe a bit better mm-hmm. um of course this is um a story about an alien child who sort of longs to sing yeah uh by raised by a sort of stern father and their voice has an effect on, on the crystals of the land yep. in the nearby mine Again, focused on on kyber crystals yep. on the power of sort of uh saying the world of Korba was once rich with force attuned kyber the crystal heart of the jedi and the crystal's power was praised throughout the stars till the ancient order of the sith poisoned it leaving it corrupted with the blood red glow of the dark side yeah this is a a, a great story i quite uh, this is um Quite a fun little tale, uh, and I, I quite I enjoyed it. It's only you know the last episode, yeah. And I think I don't think it's as good as the pit. It might be a bit of one of the sort of slower ones, but I know I, I had a, I had a decent time. I I thought it was fun. I think I preferred the pit. Yeah, I prefer the pit as well. I, think I the pit. If they ended with a pit, maybe I would have. Yeah. Because that that the sort of triumph of the people of the city finding the people in the yeah. pit is is a great uh, a great uh, storytelling device there. Yeah, so, I, I think I put a pit, but overall, it was it was decent. It was fine. Mm. So, what do you think of Star Wars: Vision Season Two? Let's kind of round out with our real rating, and then we'll hit hit you with a weekly wreck Okay. So, I overall, when I was first watching now, this, Season One got ten. Bear in yeah, mind, you got ten from season, me. We, we need to stress viewer: we do not give tens easily. N- no, you've only given one. Rogue One, as Rogue One got a ten. I've given three. Mm. I gave the Rock, I gave this, and I gave Willow. Yeah. You given Rogue one last set, I believe. Mm-hmm. Um I liked it. I thought it was good. It it does what I want Visions to do. Mm-hmm. Which is it tells different stories going on in the universe um that make Star Wars feel bigger even though it's not canon. Yeah. Little shorts, little slippers of different planets, different people, people who don't know. Great, cool. The only thing with this is I remember last season. Being like, yes, you won't like the one with the twins, hmm. the kind of f- like first samurai episode, the one with the robot who kind yeah. of has force powers. Um, and I remember being like, not only are all these stories different and maybe hmm. a bit more unique and a bit more different, but out the you know uh, Boba Fett and the rock band or whatever. Yeah, that's that's a good but episode. I'm like, all these stories feel different, have their own characteristics. I feel like this one took the opposite. I feel like this season's more. Here's these amazing art styles, yeah. which are all vastly different, but the stories of each episode lack. Yeah, stripped back Last a bit. year's stories yeah. are better, but then also last year, a lot of the art styles were similar. Yeah, um, I thought This so. one, a lot of the art's different, but I felt like the stories have taken a bit of a dip. Yeah, yeah. Um, so it's kind of... The, uh, well, I'm going to have to push you for a real racing, Corey. We're gonna I'm going to give it about an 8.5. Right. I was going to initially go into it with a 9. mm and I think I I'll I'll stick to that. Yeah, I'll give it a night. It's still good, mm. but if I was it's to go still back, good. yeah, season one is. would be superior. Yeah. And if anyone would say, how do I? Which if thought if, 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 if a layman were to approach you in the street, Corey, and say, I want to start watching Star Wars: Visions, what season do I start with? First one. You'd say the first season. And if you're gonna make a season three. Have the animations from the second season, yep. and the have story stories from on the, the first, first season. Yeah, that's the way. Just do random stuff. You had a rock band and a robot with four exactly, powers, yeah. and like, twins and a ship that they could both control. and a double ship, yeah, exactly. Just do stuff like And a samurai. And design, do stuff the, like but, that. But I admit, the designs, the 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 look of it all, is yep. very pretty to look at, wonderful to look at, yep. full of guts, uh, good pacing. There's the whole... St- but I feel like the stories may have dipped slightly here and there. There are, yeah. there are high points, they're high points. But some episodes you know just when yeah. you reach the end of it, you know just didn't land yeah. as much as the last the last episode or yeah. the two episodes before that. You know what I mean? Yeah. But no, it was fine. A week uh, a weekly wreck after those views of Star Wars Vision season two. I'm sorry to people who expected this to get a ten. <sighs> sorry about that. My disappointment, my, you know, my condolences. Yeah. But um, a nine and eight point five is nothing to to shake your stick out. No. Your weekly rec, Corey. Okay. Is so. it Star Wars related? No. Okay. Is it Visions related? Yes. Is it from perhaps an animation studio who have made a Visions episode? Correct. Is it from Aldman? Oh, yes. Uh, g- carry on. Okay. So uh, obviously I'm, I'm picking the obvious one here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm picking the obvious one, but I thought I don't know what to do. I'm going to pick an Arvin thing, and I was thinking, okay, but what do I pick from Arvin? I've seen, I've seen all of them. I've, well, all the, I've seen Curse of the Rare Rabbit. Mm. I've seen all the shorts. Wallace I thinking, and Gromit. Exactly. So sure not only Scottish short, so I'm like, oh, what do I pick? And then uh in the like little in the cast of Wikipedia for the uh, Arman episode, you've got okay. people you respect, right? So, so he plays uh, Wedge, he Dennis plays Lawson, Junior Van Riepel. it yeah. says whatever. right at the end it says The Robot Cooker from Wallace and Gromit, short, A Grand Day Out appears as a background character. Oh, really? So I'm going to recommend "The Grand Day Out. Great. Which is Excellent. the one that like, they go to the moon to get some cheese. Does that mean Wallace and Gromit? is canon in the Star Wars Legends. It's in Legends, Legends yeah. In, in that Legends universe. The, that uh... robot that I guess at some point goes to the moon yeah. is at one point on Star Wars. I have a was on the moon and gets kidnapped and ends up somewhere else. Yeah, or yeah, Is in the Star Wars universe and ends up on the moon somewhere. Exactly. Um, but I'm recommending a Grand Day Out. It's great. It's it's to good to the moon to get cheese. What would you rate the Grand Day Out? Yeah, of course I remember it. Nine out of ten, man. At we least. We forgot the what's it like? We, we forgot the crackers grommet. Yeah. What was the line? Something like that. Winsley Dale. Yes, yes. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. The cheese grommet. Yes, cheese. The cheese You've got grommet. Go to cheese. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> You can't do an impression of Wallace and that not counts. go cheese yeah, exactly. with your full. <laughs> Funny how you say cheese in a cheesy way. Yeah, there you go. I always like the um, the part of the part of it where they land on the moon and they realize the moon you know, isn't made of cheese. Not made of cheese. Not made cheese. Not made cheese at all. Exactly. It's also great because every kid since when that came out gets told the moon's made of cheese. Exactly, <laughs> and goes up the go up there get the, get the cheese grommet yeah. and then oh. It's amazing, but I love the wrong trousers. I wrong I trousers love, is great. I love all the curse to wear up it. Every Wallace and Gromit special is Matter just, of Loaf and Death. Matter of loaf and death. It's nice and oh, nice and fun. Incre- incredible. Absolutely incredible. It is really good. Your rating of Grande out Nine out, 10, 9 out of 10 and our visions are 8.5 and 9 out of 10 right. so we hope you enjoyed this episode our review of Star Wars Visions Season 2 we definitely did and we're coming at you with more Star Wars content uh, later in the month so we hope you had a, a nice time watching us it's a goodbye from me goodbye and a goodbye from Corey goodbye